I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, good evening, church. It's good to be here. It's good to be back. And uh, God is just so good to us. Amen. This year is about to end. And um, this afternoon, we were in um, Liberty Park or uh, in Ellis Island with uh, our friend Tita. That's her name, Tita. So we call her Auntie. Yes. But um, I was, I was, um, as I was looking at the that statue, Liberty statue, and uh, I I saw a lot of people like taking pictures, so amazed. Even my wife, it's her first time there, and uh, I kind of reflected and I told them, wouldn't it be so amazing when we go to heaven and we behold our Savior. Like that is just a statue, and every everybody is so amazed. How about when we see our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? And uh, I hope it will be tomorrow. Amen. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm I'm more than willing. But uh, it is it's depend upon uh, His will. But uh, I just want to thank the Lord for the opportunity to come back here, and um, to share to you the Word of God. But uh, before I do, I just want to. Uh, I praise uh, to share to you what uh, uh, we have been doing in the Philippines. So I came here before, I think, the last uh, meeting that I had when I was in college before I went uh, home is here, was here. So, and that uh, Auntie Tita was with me too. So this is her. So the only time she comes here is because of me. <laughs> but uh, so that was four years ago, and um, that was 2019, and we all know what happened. Uh, 2020, this COVID uh, really affected every everyone, everything, every country. So, and your every one of us here, I think, or most of us are Filipinos. So, you know what happened to the Philippines. So, a lot of uh, businesses, buildings, uh, schools were shut. So, uh, I was burdened that time because I have seen a lot of kids in the Philippines, you know, how they wanted to play along with their uh, classmates, but they couldn't because the schools were shut. So, I was burdened to, uh, to have school for them. So, I asked one of my buddies if we could uh, go uh, knock on doors and ask for some parents if we could uh, teach them and have a little school on the street in front of their houses and teach them about Jesus and uh, they allowed us to do that and uh, but as as uh, as I have seen what God have uh, done for the for the several years have passed I have seen that uh, God blessed that ministry because it was a ministry out of faith that even though it was hard back then to do the ministry I just got back and the government was really trying their best for us not to talk to other people. But we still did it by God's grace, and God was pleased with that, I believe. And uh, to make the long story short, because it's almost nine, <laughs> that uh, <clears throat> uh, we, from that one village, one barangay, right now we have 95 areas in our city, Lipa City, Batangas where we are teaching uh, kids because I, I have shared that ministry to our church people. So I still work with my dad. So uh, a lot of us, our people there, they go out 
uh, try to look for places where they could teach kids also. And I'm, I'm trying to share you this because as a church, I believe it is not just uh, the job of the pastor and the staff to share the word of God. It is the job of the church. Because as far as I know, God saved the church, not just the pastors, not just Miss J. I'm Brother J. <laughs> so uh, a lot of us, a lot of the church people went out. So we have 95 areas now, and we are averaging about 1,400 kids that we are teaching every week. And actually this coming Saturday, and for the next four or five Saturdays, uh, we would... Uh, we would gather those uh, kids into this uh, God-given property that we have now. We call Graceland, not Elvis's, but our uh, property that God has given to us because we want to plant seeds into the heart of these young people. Because what would happen into the next generation if we all pass away and the kids don't even know about Jesus anymore? So it's just a blessing to see that God has been doing so much and... Um, Actually, the reason why we came here, me and my wife, here in the States to raise more support because the ministry is growing and uh, we, we need a lot of prayers, of course, first of all, and the support. And God has been so good to us. And uh, we, some of you have already asked when we came here uh, a while ago, we, we received a lot of promises. So those promises might be uh, true when we get back. I don't know. But uh, just keep on praying for us that uh, God would uh, still uh, uh, move into our hearts. And uh, me and my wife, we started uh, church planting, village church planting last year. So we started one already. And now one of our hearts decided to have multiple village churches in our city. It depends upon the will of God. But uh, it's just so amazing that God have done so much in four years of of my ministry there in the Philippines and uh, I can see that it is not really because of me of what of what I did and of what I am still doing it is because of I believe in our God because I, I believe I said that here too that I believe that I, I dream big for for God because our God is big it is not about what I do for him it is always about what he can do for those who believe, and I am one of those who believe in Him. So my friends, even if it is too hard right now to do the will of God, to, to live a righteous life, to share the gospel, it's not about that. It's about your faith in God that could do the work because it is God's work and it's not ours. So I thank the Lord for um, Pastor Abel, Pastor Sam, even though he's not here, but uh, he was so kind enough to tell me that I could come and visit and um, to share to you the word of God tonight. So if you have your Bibles with you, please open it with me in Psalm 22. Psalm 22. Uh, <clears throat> I know we all know about Psalm 23, but Psalm 22 is one of my favorite passages now when I learned about it, and I just want to share it to you this evening. Psalm 22, verse 1 and 2, I will read. You just follow with your eyes. It says, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? And from the words of my roaring, O my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not in the night season, and I'm not silent. 
Dear God, Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord, tonight. We just want to lift up your name. We just want to give you all the praise and honor because you are holy. You are a great God. You are worthy of our praise. And we hope that we could learn from you again tonight from your word. It's not about me preaching tonight. It's about you talking to our hearts. May you work into our minds, into our lives. May you use our life for your glory because it is your God. It is yours. And help us, Lord, to, to be obedient to what you want us to learn tonight. For in Christ's name we pray. Amen. And uh, thank you again, church, for allowing us to be with you. Uh, last uh, family camp that you had. So that was 10 kilos ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, we gained some or many. <laughs> that was four months ago. And uh, that, yeah, probably two and a half kilos a, a month. So we have one more month, so another two and a half kilos to burn when we get back. But Psalm 22, it says, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It is one of the last sayings of Jesus Christ when he was on the cross. As we try to learn, uh, study this chapter, but we would not study the whole of it. But this is not just like uh, an ordinary or uh, like other psalm that David wrote about uh, his life and his hardships in life and that we could reflect ourselves to him. But this uh, psalm, or this chapter, if I could say that, is about Jesus Christ and him and him alone. Because if you would notice in verse number 16, For dogs have compassed me, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me, they pierced my hands and my feet. David were not uh, being pierced in his hands and in his feet. It is only Jesus Christ. So this psalm is talking mainly about Jesus Christ alone. And it was so amazing that King David probably wasn't even uh, understanding what he was writing back then. But by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he could write and he could tell what is going to happen exactly what Jesus will experience on the cross after thousands of years when he wrote this wonderful psalm. So this is uh, not just a poetic psalm. This is a prophetic psalm that David wrote. So it says, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The, the words of Jesus Christ when he was on the cross full of agony, full of crying to, to his father, and we all know, for the shortness of time, we all know the reason why Jesus was forsaken of the Father. It is because of you and I. The reason why we have church today, because of this very truth that Jesus Christ was forsaken of the Father. And that is what he was shouting in agony while he was on the cross. My God, my God. Why hast thou forsaken me? And we all Christian today, at the end of this 2023, we could still testify and we still know what is the reason why Jesus was forsaken of his father. It is because we sinners are condemned and doomed to hell if it wasn't for our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. If we could just feel what Jesus was experiencing over there on the cross. 
And the reason why I love this, uh, this psalm is because it reminds me of what I am. It reminds me of what I am doing. It is reminding me of why I am going to church. It is reminding me of what, why are we doing things in church and in the ministry. Because if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, forsaken of the Father on the cross, all of the things that we are doing here is nothing. Because the only thing that made, made our church special is Jesus Christ's death on the cross. And a lot of us and a lot of people, many people are too afraid and many people are too, too focused on the, what uh, the church is doing and forgetting that the truth is not about what church is. It is about the truth that what Jesus did on the cross made it happen for the church to be meaningful. If we gather every Wednesday, even every day in church, but Jesus Christ did not really die on the cross, this is all meaningless. Even though we so love each other, we help each other, if Jesus was not crucified on the cross, it doesn't matter what we do for the Lord. Because the only reason why everything is so special in our lives as Christians is because Jesus Christ was forsaken of the Father. He even cried, why art thou so far from helping me? He was really crying out loud to God, Oh God, oh my Father, why are you not helping me? And from the words of my roaring, even said in verse number 2, Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season, and I'm not silent. He was so uh, crushed. By what? By the crowns? By the wounds? By the, the, the long nails? By the rough cross? No, my friends. He was crushed. And he, he was in full agony. Why? Because he was forsaken of the Father. Do you know that the cross, that the suffering on the cross is not really what, what gave Jesus Christ the pain that he was having on the cross. It was the feeling and the experience that he was separated and forsaken of the Father. And you know what that is? That is what we Baptist preachers are still preaching. It is the preaching about hell. Hell is hell is not because of fire. A lot of people are so, uh, so allergic when hearing about hell because they think that the preachers are giving them things that they don't want to hear. But you know what? We cannot escape and we cannot deny the preaching of hell. Why? Because that is exactly the reason why Jesus Christ died on the cross. It is for you, it is for us not to experience hell anymore. What is that? It is not the fire. It's not even the devil. It's not the darkness. It's not the gnashing of teeth. It is the forsaking of the Father. The reason why hell is really a terrible place because how hard even you cry out loud that Jesus did on the cross. Even you repent. We all know that even a soul repent of his sins in hell. The reason why hell is so terrible is because in hell there is forsaking of the Father. And you know what? 
Every one of us, you don't want that. Many people nowadays, they think they can live without God. And probably so, we could live without God. But you know what? We could not die without God. Because when you die without God, you would cry out to God, Lord, help me. I will give my life to you if you give me another chance. There would be no another chance. Why? Because hell is a place of God's forsaking. And that is what Jesus experienced on the cross. He was forsaken of the Father for you and for me. That's, that's the reason why I love the song, When He Was on the Cross. I was on his mind. It's just so amazing to think, to realize that the reason why Jesus Christ went to the cross is because of me, and that is true. But you know what? I thank the Lord that is not completely true. But because if we would go to verse number three, but thou art holy. Just like what Sister Elke have said, but thou art holy. O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Jesus Christ was there on the cross in full of agony. He was thinking of every sinner that would believe in him, that would be saved when we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. But I'm glad he was just thinking about us, but he was looking unto the Father. I'm glad Jesus Christ was not looking at me at that time. Because if he had looked upon my life, even after I received him as my Lord and personal Savior, he could have seen a lot of mistakes and sins that I have committed more than I have did before I accepted him. And he might think that this sinner is not fitting for my perfect sacrifice. And that is true. All of us would not be fitting, would not be worthy of that perfect sacrifice that Jesus did on the cross. That is the reason why Jesus Christ put his eyes on his Father. And the reason why Jesus finished that plan of salvation, that work on that cross, is because what he saw is the holiness of God. And just like what he prayed on the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, Lord, not my will, but thine will be done. Amen. Not the will of these people. It is your will that I would finish the work of salvation. I would finish this sacrifice. I would finish this agony and this suffering that I am experiencing. Your forsaking, Father. Why? Because thou art holy. And you know what, my friends? That is the reason why we churches and Christians should really understand holiness is still important because that is the foundation of our salvation. Without holiness, Jesus wouldn't even finish that work that he did on the cross. I'm glad that he did not look at you. He did not see our life. He did not focus on what we could offer him. Because you know what? We could not offer anything that God doesn't already have. 
The only thing that made him finish that work is because he have seen the holiness of his father. Praise be to God in that. And you know what? For me as a Christian, for me as a missionary, the reason why I still do what I do for the Lord. Yes, my dad is a preacher. I've been, uh, I've been a Baptist since day one. I was born in a Baptist church. The building itself, I was Baptist since day one. But the reason why I am still doing what I am doing, because I have understood what Jesus went through on that cross. He have seen the Father, His holiness. And the holiness of God the Father said, Show the world about my grace and love for them. And that is the reason why I love the Lord so much. That is the reason why I want to serve Him all my life. Because I have understood it is really not about me. It is always about God's love for me. That Jesus saw God's love for me. That's why He finished that work. And that work was uh, so fulfilling that it covered and it cleansed all my sins and it made me see also the holiness of God. You know, the reason why unbelievers, non-believers cannot see the holiness of God. Why? Because they have not gone through of what Jesus Christ did on their life. But if you're a person that you say that you really accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart and in your life, you are a person. If you're a genuine believer, you're a person that have seen the holiness of God. Therefore, you understand. I therefore need to live a holy life for God because that is the reason why Jesus Christ died for me. My friends, let us not be uh, covered by the belief that Jesus Christ just died because of me. Of me, of me, no. Jesus Christ died because of the Father. That's why we should really thank the Father, God, His holiness. Therefore, we could worship, serve Him in liberty with all uh, strength that we have because it is always about Him and it's not about us. That would really help your Christian life. If you think it is always about God, it is always about God. Dear God, Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord, tonight. We just want to lift up your name to thank you once again, not just for the year that, has, that is already uh, finishing, but for the rest of this, uh, for the, the, the year 2023, we still experience your salvation for us because you did it not because of how we live for you. You did it because of the will of the Father. And thank you, O oh God, that we are one of the recipients. And Lord, help us to, to share it to others. Help us, Lord, to tell others how much you love them so much, that you died on the cross, not just for us to go to heaven, but you died on the cross for us to be saved and be a witness to other people. Help, Lord, this church. Would you help Pastor Sam as he lead these people 
into a holy life and righteous living. Make them, Lord, a beacon of light in this community, a channel of blessing to other missionaries, to people around the world. May you work into their lives, not because they are good people, but because they are sinners saved by your wonderful grace. Sinners that have understood that it's not about them. It is about your grace, your love, because of your holiness that God and Jesus Christ have seen on that cross. Thank you, dear Father. Thank you for this church. Bless them. For in Christ's name we pray. Amen. <laughs>